0: Welcome
1: to the F1 Stop Show. I am your host Samuel Oni, and with me is Wes Spirman. Wes, how are you this evening?
0: Yeah I'm, I'm pretty good, a bit tired. There's been, obviously we've had storm Unison, storm Franklin over here in the UK so it's caused havoc with the trains which isn't great for, my, for me commuting to work but um, besides that I'm, I'm all good, how are you? Yeah I'm
1: all good, I'm all good. Um, I took a walk in that in that storm and uh, I felt it's <laughs> wrath, I was almost blown away, but I'm here now.
0: I've, yeah, I've, I've seen videos on like social media and so of people just being literally blown away, yeah. <laughs> they can't walk into it, they just fall over.
1: <laughs> yeah, so let's get into it, car launches have continued um, and uh, recently we saw Mercedes and Alpine launch their cars over the last couple of days let's start with mercedes then what would you think of their car they've gone back to their so their new car is the w13 and uh they've they've gone back to their silver silver arrows livery what do you what
0: do you think of it
1: what are your thoughts
0: uh i do quite like it i mean obviously it's a bit different to i suppose what we've become used to have we become used to Used to the black Mercedes livery, maybe I think I did, because <laughs> I just think the black just looks so good on the Mercedes for the last two years, and then this change to silver. Which yeah, I completely understand why they've gone back to silver. It's, it's their heritage. It's their tradition. They are the silver arrows. They're not the black arrows, and yeah, it just looks. It doesn't quite look as striking as as the black cars we've had the last two years. But having yeah. said that, I think it still looks good. I do I do still like the the sort of turquoise cyan whatever shade of blue it is sort of not, not pinstripe is a bit thicker than a pinstripe but the the patronus blue stripe along the side uh, with a bit of black in there as well i think that works really well but um yeah overall i, I do I, I do quite like it i'm not massively keen on the mercedes logo arrows if you like on yeah. on the engine cover i think they did that a, a few years ago and a lot of people weren't too keen on it then but um I think it's better than what they 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 put out a couple of years ago when they originally planned that. But um, yeah, overall, I think as a livery it is, it is quite good. I mean, as we said with I think Red Bull, <laughs> this is Mercedes in a nutshell. It's silver, it's blue, it's Mercedes AMG Patronus, all rolled into one. So yeah, it's, it's pretty much spot on <laughs> for them.
1: Yeah, I, I, you I have it. to agree. With, I have to agree with you because um, when I when I first saw it, I was okay. They've come back to their silver. Their silver arrows livery and uh, it w- it it wasn't really appealing. It wasn't really oh wow, this is this is great for Mercedes. They they've kind of just gone gone old school back to how they were originally. The color scheme is great with the silver and and the, and the blue along the sides. Um, yeah, I can't really say much about it. I mean, we we know that this, the talking point for the car launches has been the side pods. Mostly, and the designs. Um, Looking at Mercedes one, it doesn't really appeal to me. There, there's no wow moment. But I feel overall that the car is the car is very good, and um, yeah, it's their twenty twenty two challenger for the season. So, how would you rate it out of ten? Then,
0: Um, (laughs) just just before we get onto points, we had a look at Ferraris last week, and Mercedes and Ferrari gone down two completely different routes ferrari have gone for quite a wide and narrow sort of side pod and quite a wide nose as well or mercedes i wouldn't say it's a, a wide nose but it's probably as you would expect for for this era of cars these new rules and again the side pods are i'd say more comparative to your red bull possibly your alpha tower than your haas your ferrari sort of thing so yeah two again different designs whether one will pay off more than the other i don't know we'll have to wait and see we've got testing which starts uh tomorrow when when we're recording this the 23rd of february but um of course it's not being live streamed anywhere there's no official timings for anything for testing which isn't great um but yeah anyway getting back to your actual question and my marks (laughs) for the livery um i i I do quite like it but there's just something that's just holding it back from me giving it a, a a, a, a like a top mark, an eight, a nine, or a ten. So I think I'm gonna give it I don't know. I think seven's too harsh. I'm gonna give it an eight anyway, even though I've just eight. said that. <laughs> I'll, eight, I'll wow. give it an eight out of ten. I do quite like it, yeah.
1: <laughs> if you I mean, so um I think it looks all right, but it just doesn't stand out for me. Like, for example, if I if I had to change anything, I'd actually I'd actually change it to the, have the black livery instead. Maybe the black livery, pretty much last year, the black livery with a bit of silver at the back and maybe some white and some red as well. And then it would make it even better. But um, seeing the silver, which is great, it just it, there's no wow factor about it. So if I had to rate it out of 10, I'd say a sensible 7 out of 10. Yeah. Sensible
0: seven. Very
1: fair. Let's move on to Alpine then. Alpine. Or should I say the BWT Alpine <laughs> car? So as they had their news as they are now back to back with BWT or Racing Point, as some of us will, will remember. Well, what do you make of the car then?
0: I mean, they could have done a lot worse. <laughs> Let's face it; they could have just been completely pink. I mean, BWT could have gone, and Alpine they could have gone down the full, as you say, the the Racing Point route and just had a completely pink car. Which we, we've seen it once before with Racing Point, but you don't really want to see it again. <laughs> I, mean, I get they're like a title sponsor and they want their colours on their car, which I, again I can completely understand. But if it's been done once, a pink car, then. I mean, some, uh, with a team like Alpine and a brand, as strong as Alpine's is, with its traditional sort of French racing blue, mm-hmm. you can't just throw that all away because you've got a, a, a big money sponsor. And to be fair play to Alpine, they they haven't done that. I think what they've actually done is similar, similar to last year's car, really, sort of blue and a bit of a, a French flag sort of thing going on towards the rear. And
1: yeah.
0: I have to say the pink... Does work okay i think with with the blue i know it will shock some people i know pink on a car like who does that <laughs> but um i think just the shades and the shades of them work really well i'm not sure like as a car as a livery it's brilliant but i have to say i was expecting something a lot lot worse and i'll come out of this but it's being pleasantly surprised by what alpina put forward for, for their livery for all but two races of the year, they have got a lot of a, a two off livery, if you'd like, for the opening two rounds, which is pretty much completely pink with a bit of blue uh, behind the engine. But, um, as, as a, obviously as a nod to BWT, but um, yeah, once once we get those two races out of the way in, in Bahrain, in Saudi Arabia, we get back to this. What I think is actually a pretty decent livery from Alpine. I know a lot of people will say otherwise, and <laughs> the way you've reacted tells me you're probably going to say otherwise as well. But overall. <laughs> I think it's uh, given BWT's sort of control, if you like, over yeah. liveries in, in the past. I think Alpine have, have actually done a pretty good job.
1: Yeah, I, I actually like it as well. Um, I think the pink really works well with it, um, along, especially along the sides as well with the BWT logo. It works really, really well, and um, it's, quite, it's quite a good good car. I really like it. I really like it um how would you rate it out of 10 or what what, what should you make of the um the vents on the side on side pods?
0: yeah they've gone sort of down a similar route to ferrari they're quite wide and and, and narrow if, well not narrow but thin <laughs> if you like um yeah that's something i've only just noticed actually so thank you for reminding me about that but um Yeah, it's just, and they've got the vents on sort of the sides, again, similar to the Ferrari. I mean, they're obviously two completely different constructors, completely different manufacturers. You've got Renault and Ferrari, yet somehow they've both done quite similar things to each other. I'm not saying Alpine will perform at the same level as Ferrari because Ferrari got so many millions more in in R&D. But the fact that they've done a similar thing could point to something. Maybe the two teams performing somewhat similarly, uh, or certainly similar to what they did last year if, if that makes sense but um
1: yeah
0: yeah anyway the, the delivery itself is tricky but I think I'm gonna give it a seven seven yeah I, I don't think I can give it any more than seven I could mm. I think I could knock it down like a half point or, or a point to a six but having' yeah I do quite like it <laughs> I have to say so yeah seven for me
1: I mean yeah I I don't know I've kind of struggled with the with the launches we've had so far personally for me i feel like i've struggled to give cars a higher rating anything higher than eight, with aston martin being the exception or yes. ferrari, <laughs> ferrari but um, yeah oh, i've kind no. of struggled to give a higher rating or do, do you think it's do you think it, it's down to the design of the cars or how they're released or what do you think it's or what do you think is
0: holding people back into get, get, giving it a 9 or a 10? I don't know. I think the, these new cars, I mean, they look, to me anyway, a lot more stylish and a lot more sleek. This is just the actual cars themselves. I'm not talking about like paint jobs yet. Yeah. But they just look a lot smoother and a lot more aesthetic than cars that we've been used to over the last lot of five, 5, 10 years or so. But, um, yeah, something. sorry. <laughs> car just beeped outside i don't know if the microphone a bit bad but um, yeah i mean some teams have done that well like as we say aston martin like ferrari um like red bull as well but i think other teams have played it a bit safe not looking at anyone in particular Haas, um, but yeah i think teams had a sort of an opportunity to be a bit more creative and sort of divert from where they traditionally what they've traditionally done in terms of liveries because we've got these sort of new regulations and new designs of cars but yeah a lot of teams have played it quite safe like Mercedes is very similar to what we've seen a few years ago I mean Red Bull is obviously the same but that's sort of a given um McLaren I think could have been a bit more bold gone perhaps down more sort of the golf livery route like we saw in Monaco rather than I think some people have said it's like an Indy car livery on an F1 car and people saying that doesn't work quite, oh well. yeah, I still quite like him, but then that's because I'm a McLaren fan, I suppose. But yeah, there's has, there has, there's been a bit of a mix this year, and to be fair, there was quite a bit of a mix last year, if I remember rightly, with our ranking.
1: Yeah.
0: So, yeah, I think a, a lot of teams have played it a little bit safer, and teams like maybe Mercedes and McLaren could have pushed the boat out a bit more, in terms of, in terms of what they could have done.
1: Mm, indeed. Yeah. Um right so before we move on i want to say that um maybe uh, next time we'll do like an overall ranking of deliveries but before yeah. but i just want to ask you one thing out of all the launches that we've had so far just a sneak peek who is your who, who's your favorite or who's your number one i'll say number one
0: favorite car yeah favorite livery. that's the martin no question for me it just looks so so good and it's such an improvement from last year even though it is quite similar to what they put out last year but the sort of Aston Martin green along with the sort of light green along with the more traditional not necessarily British racing green but a darker green it just works so well and the way they've designed the car again just looks so striking it's completely different to anything else on the grid i mean maybe that's just because it's a green car and the grid yeah. is typically quite blue um but i mean Haas they've got a predominantly white car as of AlphaTauri to some extent and yet again those two teams have played it quite safe gone pretty much exactly the same as last year albeit with a few changes but um you know say as so of Aston Martin as well but <laughs> i just can't quite explain why but the Aston Martin just looks so much better than anything else on the grid with the exception of the ferrari the ferrari is another one i will concede is i think i gave it a nine and a half last week yeah because <laughs> i gave the aston martin a 10 so is it, what, what which car stands out to you
1: aston martin does stand out to me i mean it was it was the side pods and yeah it was the side pods and the um the darker green livery that really caught my eye but i have to And I even get, I think I gave that a higher rating as well, maybe like nine or something. But I think the Ferrari has really pulled it out of the bag for me. I think they've literally stepped up and they wanted to wow us. And they've really wowed me with their livery, the dark red and the defence along the side, along the side. It's just, I think I mentioned last week, it, it looks like a, it looks like an old 80s Ferrari car. So, um, yeah,
0: it looks, it looks great. It looks great. I'm re- really excited to see it on track. And I suppose that moves us quite in, easy, quite nicely into our next session about, about testing and seeing the cars on track. And I've seen clips of, I think, the McLaren on track. And I think on track, I have to say, it does look even better than in the render. So maybe that'll sway a, a few more people. Um, but actually, just going back to things a second when Mercedes had their sort of shakedown session yeah. at Silverstone. In
1: I think it was
0: on, on Friday in, in the rain when the storm was going on. So, I wonder what their, la- la- their lap times would have been like. I don't think Hamilton or Russell would have got much more challenging conditions to, yeah. to test a car in than, than that. Um, yeah, testing obviously at uh, Barcelona as it, I suppose, usually is um with this uh, unofficial test if you like mm-hmm. going on so we won't actually it's not being broadcast anywhere there's no live timings being provided by formula one i think um some people are i think autosport magazine i think are doing a sort of live text commentary of, of times and cars and, and all the usual stuff that you would expect people like sky and formula one to do so maybe we'll have to keep an eye on that over over the next week or so to see how the how the cars are doing. But, um, yeah, once we've got this uh, test in Barcelona done, then they go out to uh, Bahrain where that will actually be broadcast. We as fans will be able to see what's going on, we'll get all the live timings, et cetera, et cetera, which, which should be good fun, I think. Um, given we're in this new era of cars, we don't really know how they'll sort of compare to last year and how they'll compare against each other. But yeah, again, it's not long until, <laughs> until the first race mm. of the season, three, four weeks, I think it is. So, yeah, looking forward to it.
1: Indeed, indeed. Now, I want us to get into a bit of a discussion before we finish off. And I think I found a question on Twitter by um, Quick Stop F One. They are they are a uh, podcast who do talk about F One stuff. I I mean they are great. And um, after the Mercedes launch, they they posed out a question to everybody, which I'm going to read out. And it says, after the Mercedes launch and the other teams. And Michael Massey's removal of his from his post from FIA, with the season so close to being underway, here's the question: Are you excited? Are you excited for F1 in 2022, or is there still more work to do before you get there? As in, before you before your excitement, you know, goes over the roof. So, are you excited, or do you think there's still work to be done by F1 and the FIA? considering what has happened over the last two months in
0: Abu Dhabi. I Yeah, I, I am excited for this season. I can see why people say they wouldn't be, obviously given the fallout from Abu Dhabi and Massey, etc. Cetera, et cetera. But I think that just gives people even more of a reason to be excited because they want to see how Lewis Hamilton comes back from what was, quite frankly, a, a robbed winner, a, a manipulated race, as, as he said on the radio. And potentially that, well, some might see that that has been proven true by Massey's essential firing by the FIA's race director, and they've got three new guys in. So, yeah, I am excited, not just because of of Lewis Hamilton and how he's going to come back. I think he said in the Mercedes press conference that people thought they saw the best of him last year. Well, they've got to wait and see this year first, which is is real fight and talk from a guy who's been in F1 for so long now, seven times world champion. He's done it all. He's got he's got all the records. Been there, done that. Got the t-shirt, etc. Mm. But he's still hungry for that record eighth title, and I don't blame him to be honest. <laughs> Obviously, after what happened at last year, you, you would want to fight that with with everything that you've got. But as I say, that's not the only reason I'm excited for the season. We've got new cars. We've got driver changes. Russell in a Mercedes. How is he going to perform up against Hamilton? We've got Bottas to Alfa Romeo, the first Chinese driver, Guan Yu Zhou, racing for Alfa Romeo. Alex Albon's back on the grid. Good to see. You. Good to see. It's just so. There's just so much in this F1 season to get excited about. New regs. I can't remember if I mentioned that. Um, I don't think we've got any new tracks on there. I can't remember if Hockenheim is back on the calendar. Um, Australia's back. Canada's back. Um, <laughs> there's just so many reasons to get excited for for this F1 season and. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's 18th of. Actually, 18th. Session in Bahrain is underway, and then yeah, the race will be on the 20th, 21st, something like that. I can't quite remember exactly, but yeah, not long, less than a month to go until we go green. And I say we go green. That's more of a Jack Nichols forward E thing. Lights yeah. out. There we go. That's, there we that's go. David Croft on on F1. <laughs> Are yeah. You excited um, for this year? I
1: am. I am really excited. I feel like um, with the new era, it's like. It's like we've we've closed one book. I mean, we have we've closed one book, and we're turning the page, and we're we're about to we're about to start a new chapter. We're about to start a new story. Um, like you said, there's so much to look forward to. Uh, you know, new cars, driver changes. It's it's just great. Um, I feel that with the with the massive drama and the Abu Dhabi drama, um it should have been handled a lot differently than how it was. Um, I feel that with these ch- changes, with the FIA and the race directory, one thing I hope for is that um, if they have rules, you stick to it. Your, your decision shouldn't be influenced by maybe like one-sided, if you get what I mean, someone else's opinion, you should yeah. you know, follow the rule book and put everything in place so it so it just goes smoothly you know no bias stuff because it's stuff like that that you know resulted in the Abu Dhabi drama so um I just hope you know the rules are followed and everyone will have fun and you know invite new fans into F1 so
0: yeah Yeah, um speaking of new fans I know we mentioned it last week but Drive to Survive out in three weeks time, I believe, eleventh of March. Oh yeah, I know I'll be watching it and again we get to watch watch back essentially a blockbuster F one season. Oh, boy. Sort of a cliche oh, blockbuster boy, oh, boy. season. But it just was. <laughs> so we get we get to watch that and then the week after, Bahrain Grand Prix.
1: Oh Let's brilliant. <laughs> that week, that week there from drafters of five to um the Bahrain Grand Prix, it's gonna be very exciting. So, yeah, I believe that's that's it for this episode. We hope you've enjoyed it. You know, Mercedes and Alpine have launched their cars. So that means there's just one car to go, one team to launch, and that is Alfa Romeo, who are launching on the 20th, 27th of February, I
0: believe. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> wow, I can't remember the exact date, but, yeah, it's, it's late this month. Yeah, 27th
1: of February. So they will be the last team to launch their cars, and then, it's, and then testing will, would have been on the way by then. Um, yeah, so we hope you've enjoyed it. We hope you've enjoyed the episode. And uh, well, remember to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and you can also email us. So our Twitter handle is uh, at F1 Stop Show. Our Instagram is at F1 Stop Show Pod. And you can also email us at the F1 at the F1stopshow at gmail.com. So I've been your host, Samuel Ernie. It's a goodbye from me. Bye-bye.
0: And it's a goodbye from Where's? Bye-bye. And we hope you enjoyed the testing in the next couple of days.